Hello and welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. I'm Cathy Love. I started life as an OT, had a, an amazing, crazy private practice which I sold. And what I do now is help allied health business owners create a business that serves them, the time, the money, the joy that they absolutely deserve. And this is where my idea for the podcast started. What I want to do is to capture how hard allied health business owners in Australia work to achieve their dreams, to support their teams, to create amazing outcomes for their clients. So sit back, beverage of joys, drive safely, walk carefully, however you're listening in, and I hope you absolutely enjoy. Michael Coleman is in for a podcast chat today. Michael is the founding director of Local Health Marketing based in Melbourne. And uh, we're keen for a catch-up. We speak from time to time and could easily chat for three or four hours. So welcome, Michael. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. So tell us about what got you to this point of marketing for allied health clinics. Like you haven't always done this. No, that's right. Yeah, so I was actually uh, a web developer for probably like eight years. I did like email marketing into web development and then I sort of started to web development and uh, we were just working with anyone and everyone that kind of needed a website. And um, and I just needed, you know, COVID hit and I needed a bit of a break. So I had a bit of a reset. I just got started to, I started to chat to a couple of my um, good clients, yeah, a couple of mates, and yeah, a couple of them were uh, osteos and physios. I was like, yeah, I just want to work with these guys. So yeah, here we are today. <laughs> Tell us a bit about local health marketing. Like, what do you do? I know you got a small team. Yeah, yeah. So we sort of see ourselves as a one-stop shop for like allied health clinics. Uh, everything we do is uh, predominantly revolves around building a website doing the SEO, um, we can help with Google ads, Facebook ads, social media posting, blogging and the works. So, yeah, a kind of, uh, yeah, we're just one-stop shop. <laughs> so when clients come to you, they've probably been putting it off for a while. Yeah. What do you hear in that first phone call? Yeah, so uh, a lot of the clients that come to us are semi-established, right? So they've been working for, I don't know, X amount of time and they're starting to um, hire staff. So they're in this sort of interesting position because they're trying to transition themselves out from being, you know, the go-to clinician and they're really needing to build a brand. So rather than being, you know, Kathy the physio that, um, you know, I've been recommended, they're really, you know, trying to transition. And so they come to us, I guess, yeah, to, to help them like, build more of a brand and a market for their clinic name. I guess that... I guess they're coming thinking the website needs to achieve more, like the website needs to help us recruit team so I don't have to do as much clinical work and the website needs to help us attract our ideal clients so that our growing team has more work and I still don't have to do all of the clinical work. Is that the twilight zone that you kind of... Yeah, yeah, yes and no. Like that's where I like to uh, direct the conversation to. (laughs) But sometimes like people, they they know specifically what they want. So they know they want like 
you know, they'll be like, I've been running my Google ads and it's not working. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Or I've been doing this on Facebook. I need to do more of it. It's blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we come and, um, yeah, look at the website and we're sort of like, hang on, you're not really explaining what you do here. You know, it's a hodgepodge of all these different services and we can tell that they've kind of just, you know, slapped on a couple of pages. Yeah, pretty much. And I love that. Um, and because then they know how much work actually goes into building a website. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, and then we, we like to start the conversation at the website because, um, you know, we know that if we can, and this is what we're going to talk about today, but, yeah, if we can work on what we call a conversion rate, so the, the percentage of people that are going to make a booking online, if we can get that to a really good percentage, like 15% of people come to the site make a booking, uh, then we've kind of got an excuse to spend, you know, we know that confidently we can spend money on Google Ads and, you know, we're going to get a return. Yeah. Yeah. We both look at a lot of websites. You look at a lot more than I do probably on a daily basis. But we were saying before we hit record, it's not as often as it should be that I look at a website and think, oh, my gosh, I totally want to go through every page and you've captured my attention and I'm really clear about what you do and, you know, you've Mm. burned a memory. Um, When you look at websites, what do you tend to see is, working well but what is not there yet yeah so um i'm really keen on uh like ease of use so um i feel that we're in we're uh in a world now where our attention span doesn't last longer than maybe 30 seconds if we're lucky and so when i get to a website i want to know that within five seconds i know what to do next so is it like is there a phone number is there a book loaded has it loaded, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we build trust and credibility within, you know, 30 seconds of the you know, someone landing on the homepage? Who are you? Um, and I, you know, is this, you know, and especially in health, like it's more challenging. You've got to build a lot of trust uh because you know, we're like trusting this practitioner is gonna sort of help us yeah. with our conditions. So yeah. I remember building a website, a few websites back and being really enthralled with the notion that the developer suggested that the website is about your clients and their experience and outcomes. It's actually not about you. Big time, big time. Um, Yeah, it's it's, um, like I learned it uh, really early on uh, in a book, I was like some marketing book and... um, he was really big on this idea of um, you, you want to attract the right clientele. So um, in like I work with physios, right? So the right clientele for, for a physio might be um, a client or a patient that comes back to them five, six times, maybe with a chronic injury, right? The wrong patient for them might be someone that just comes in once because, you know, they're just kind of looking for that quick fix and, that that yeah so I think being being really clear you know on on especially on a homepage about you know who you work with and you know and try and give that um perception to your target audience that you know you're the right practitioner understand them totally yeah so and and I've learned that myself because um just coming back to this first conversation we kicked off we, we used to build websites for anyone and everyone and you know I'd pick up the phone and you know we had some clients that you know probably weren't 
you know, in hindsight, the right fit for us um, because we just hadn't had that experience in working in that industry. And now working with Allied Health, I'm having the same conversation every single day. So, you know, and it'd be the same for practitioners that, you know, like might have a, a focus on a, a specific, I want to say the word, you know, be a specialist, but we probably can't <laughs> in Allied Health. We can. Yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, I've got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's like critical to get your website right. Yeah. 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 When uh, people start with you, what's the sort of process or what's the starting point and then the, the process? Yeah, so um, our starting point is really getting to deep dive into, um, you know, what you know what drives you as a clinic owner. What's, what's, you know, brands kind of, the word brands thrown around and there's so many different definitions. But definition of it. Um, yeah, I'd have to probably Google it, but yeah, but uh, I guess, um, for, for mine, it's it's you know, wh- like, what do you want your business like? How do you want your business to represent you and, and your clinicians? And you know, when a client is um asked or a patient's asked, or you know, you know, uh, I've got a sore shoulder you know, for a physio, for, as an example, you want to say, you know, go see, you know, Michael from blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They do X, Y, Z. And, and that's kind of the brand you want to reiterate, continuously reiterate that brand message, um, you know, that unique selling proposition or whatever it is you want to work on. And, um, yeah, and, and basically everything you do, website, social media, just continuously hammer that message home. Yeah. Yeah, it's a while to get right, you know. Um, yeah, change over time. Um, Big time. Yeah, but it. I sort of liken it to a bit of a memory, you know. What do I yeah. want people to remember about us? I, yeah, the logo. But how do they remember how we think, and how do they remember the words we use? And we've got some really specific, funky language yeah. that we are now really enjoying seeing other coaching agencies use. And so um, what is it about the way we think about things, the way we deliver, the way our team speaks, the way we write, the way we podcast? What is it that we need to keep consistent so that we can help people remember what we do, why we do it? Yeah. We kind of help. It's just, it's such a vague kind of piece, I reckon. Yeah, totally. And I Sometimes I could I just give this example of like Apple as a brand, right? You you know you're kind of you're gonna pay more for a computer with Apple, but you, you also know you're gonna get quality. So that's branding, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's a memory. We've all got that one. Yeah. yeah. All righty. So how do you get started with yeah, back to that. Yeah. So uh we have like a, a questionnaire we send over to clients and um we basically have a strategy session with our copywriter and our team and we're just peppering with questions and we're trying to really get into the crux of, you know, what they're, where their passion lies. Um, we're trying to pull out words uh, that they're continuously using so we can then, you know, create um, a copy, what we call a copy deck, so the, the content for the website. Um, so we always start with the website, we write that copy deck, and um, and then, yeah, we, we basically build, build.
build a start with building a website. Uh, we do a digital audit as well. So uh, we've got a, I'm, I'm a checklist kind of guy, which <laughs> I'm just quickly showing you a checklist. Yeah. And um, we just run through like um, absolutely everything, like a digital audit or, or plumbing or whatever you want to call it. And um, yeah, make sure we just get, you know, set up the foundations um, of like the Google Analytics and, you know, the tag managers and all that kind of stuff because we need to measure what's working or what's not working. That's, yeah, really important. A lot of allied health business owners don't expect enough from their websites. They think mm. it's online real estate and the magic of the world, people will find it. But I think it's one of the biggest marketing investments you'll make and it really, the expression I use, it really needs to earn its keep. Yeah, it needs to be there to really anchor your your recruitment, um, and it's there to convert new work as well. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, and I'm guilty of this in the past, that they get <laughs> it done and they get it up and they think, "Oh, thank God, that's done." They don't yeah. actually really drive the performance of it. Yeah, and and, um, and we see this like clients that stay with us um, with us for like over a year, and like one of our deliverables, part of our like one of our SEO packages is uh, to write a blog article every month, and we do a bunch of stuff behind the scenes, you know, syndicated out to Google My Business and all this kind of stuff, and it's the guys that are posting consistently for a year. It's it's like a minimum twelve months, and um, they see the results. There's your know, SEO is kind of everyone kind of says it's this long game, and it and it just is. So you know, like uh, one tip, you know, I'll give people maybe that don't engage us and that want to get into the blog writing or whatever. Just yeah, every every fortnight, what if you've got a morning off, you know, once a fortnight, just schedule that in your diary and just write a bunch of questions and uh, the thing about allied health um, practitioners is that uh, they're face-to-face with their clients every single day so they're going to hear the questions that their clients are asking them and if there's a good one or a common theme you just kind of write it down and you just answer it in in a blog post because if that if that client has the question someone else will yeah yeah explain a little bit more about SEO yeah a four-day conference like yeah so SEO is the process of getting ranked on Google so you know if we're going to type in um you know psychologist near me physiotherapist near me we want to rank number one and so SEO is the process of getting there um you we there again there's like they're you can have, I've got a massive checklist of <laughs> things that we need to do uh, to get right on the website. But, um, yeah, it's really about getting the fundamentals, which is all about the website. So um, there are things called title tags and meta tags and heading tags and image tags, and, and you just really want to make sure that those are optimised. Um, and, um, yeah, for the, there's some really good resources on YouTube uh, to, like, look up. And um, so if someone's listening to this and is like uh, really wants to get involved DIY, um, my recommendation is to work out what platform you're using. So if you're WordPress um, or like specifically Elementor, um, then I would say, you know, go head over to YouTube, uh, just YouTube like uh, SEO for Elementor. There's so many resources. You'll just need half an hour to watch a video and 
your stats <laughs> and go from there. It's uh, it's why getting the words right and the headings right on your website is so important and why it can take so long. Totally, yeah. So then the other flip side to SEO is um, this whole idea around the conversion rate because if you, you know you could you could tick every single box of SEO and I could be the best SEO guy in the world and I could get you thousands of people to your website, but if it's not converting and you know you haven't got the right message, the right person. Like you're just wasting your time. So that's why like you get the website right and you get the fundamentals of it right, then um yeah, the SEO becomes a lot easier. It just becomes blogging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's drill yeah. down into conversion because this yeah. this concept of what you need to be expecting your website to be achieving for you. Yeah. How can you kind of explain the conversion piece a little more? Yeah. Um, so conversion, like the goal is um, to attract the right client into and the clinic. And get a booking. And get a booking, right? Yes. Um, so what we want to do is, um, well, well, they say optimise the website uh, accordingly. So if we, well, how I like to kind of, uh, how we work with our clients is uh, we pick a target market or like with them, obviously, we, we sort of, you know, pick a target market and we'll speak to that target market or that audience uh, through our website. And, and it's also, if you're doing social media, reiterate that message, you know, so you, we, you don't want to disconnect between, you know, social media, we're talking to mums, but on our website, we're talking another language. Um and then, um, you know, creating an avatar for that sort of perfect client. Um, so I guess, yeah, putting yourself in their shoes, um, you know, what are their issues? What are they searching for? Um, and then who else may, you know, could they be speaking with? Like um, are there other, pra- you know, pra- like if for us a physiotherapy, they could be talking to an osteo or a chiro. So why should I choose physio over osteo? Um and, uh, yeah, just what we kind of encourage our clients is sort of just follow that theme for a minimum of three months because you're going to put in all this work. You might as well, you know, so you've done your updated, hypothetically, your homepage to target mums with bubs. Um, you want to, you know, push some social media out for at least a minimum of three months. Once you've got that, uh, then we want to make sure um, our homepage, about page, um, uh, service yeah, we want service pages and it's for, from an SEO perspective, uh, we want um, a separate service page for every service you offer. So um, in physiotherapy lands, like um, we don't want just like in our services page, we might have like uh, men's health services page, women's health services page, um, you know, uh, pre or post surgery service, hip service Etc. So, um, and then that way Google's going to know because, like, in coming back to SEO land, we want to basically, when we're optimizing for SEO, we want to have one keyword or one key theme, keyword theme per page to optimize. Yeah. Otherwise, Google gets uh, confused. And um, yeah, and when, and when we're on our homepage, uh, we're really speaking to that audience. So, if we're, we're you know, all the heading, you know, like, Let's just take mums and bubs as a as a um, uh, theme. Um, 
we want them we we know what they've been through you know like yeah they've just had a very intense 12 months at, hypothetically and you know that that you know we see we tend to see babies or mums when they're like three months old let's just say um so we want to kind of um have empathy for them um we want to sort of say okay we know what you're going through we know it's hard but rest assured you've come to the right place because we're you know we've had 30 years experience this is all we do um we've got a process we've got a this we've got a that um and then you know the mum coming to that page is like oh this this is the person I really need to they see yeah they know me they, they yeah about pages you know like um we all like to gloat about us also you know but they're just steer the direct you know the direction of you know that if if we are talking about if we are focused on mums and we don't want to really talk about that we're a family you know that we're you know we work with sporting people you know athletics and blah 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 just kind of really narrow it down um and then yeah the service page and it's just going to be maybe all the different types of things that you offer uh these you know either babies or women etc Running a business isn't just about setting up shop and becoming complacent. It's about showing up for ourselves and our clients with a commitment to continuous improvement. We have to be honest with ourselves about where we're at and where we're going. That means identifying strengths and weaknesses so we can improve. After all, if we're remaining stagnant, how can we scale and build the business and life of our dreams? That's where the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz comes in. We're not talking horoscopes and pulse hope here. This questionnaire is the perfect starting point for you to begin identifying your strengths, needs, and blind spots as an allied health business owner. The process is simple. Answer the 14 questions and we'll send you a personalized report that includes actionable steps for you to start taking your business to the next level. Ready to take your business into your own hands? Take the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz today. I really like the idea of like a free resource, whether that's like an ebook um, or something, or or even if it's just um, a really easy one, is just a list of um, websites. So if it's if we're in the mum theme, um, you know, there could be um, you know maybe pediatricians or other you know related health services, and um, or or you know they're um, great. You know, hospitals have great resources and stuff. Um, and I was telling you before. Actually, I've seen um, developmental checklists and yeah. and social stories for how to get from the car park to the upstairs clinic or whatever. So I've seen yeah. a growing number of uh, resources or downloadable resources. Yeah, yeah, totally. A great one I saw, which I was telling you earlier, was um, on a, a psychologist. Um, that yeah. works with kids, yeah. And her resource was um, how to talk to your kids um, when they need to see a psychologist. And I was just perfect, like, yeah, like they're speaking, you know, their target market, you know, is like kids, but they're actually t- talking to the parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, and then coming back uh, to what I was sort of saying before, um, yeah, practitioners uh, are in the hot seat because they're speaking to their client every single day and just stack these these pages uh, with the questions that people are asking you. Um, Google love question answers. Uh, so if you were to Google a topic, you'll see those people always ask little section there. Uh, so a little tip or something we do is, you know, we, we might sort of um, – say like Google ACL recovery 
um, as an example. Sorry, I keep coming back to physio because that's what we do. <laughs> but if you, uh, but um, yeah, if 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 you did that or like the condition that yeah you, know, uh, you work with, and it's got the people also ask little section. If you click on it, it's called an accordion. So if you click on it a couple times, it comes up with a bunch of questions. So I'm just reading it now. Like, how long does it take to recover from ACL surgery? How long can it take to walk after ACL? How can I speed up my recovery? Why is uh, ACL surgery recovery so long? So the thing is, people are actually going to Google to ask these questions. So you might as well answer them on uh, your website. With you as... Correct. Yeah. 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 So there are two ways to do it. Uh, One is on the service pages, if we are doing like an ACL recovery page, or just write a blog piece like... um, you know, if you've done a lot of research on, um, uh, you know, recovery, um, then, you know, you could just write, you know, six to 800, I typically say 800 words plus for a blog and then, um, yeah, and then just answer that and magic happens. Yeah, it sort of feels as though blogging went a little bit quiet for a couple of years there. Maybe it was just COVID and we just, I don't know, something rather. But it feels as though it's kind of back on back on deck. Yeah, in a big way. I think um, now with uh, chat GPT and AI and, um, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, it's like content um, is getting put out there, like a lot of content and a lot of misinformation as well. So um, Google and all these bots need a way to, I guess, verify the info. So um, if you are, especially in the health space, that like, as you can imagine, they're pretty strict on the type of content you put out. Um, yeah, you want to kind of um, have definitely have references. So if you're, you know, um, referencing a, a journal of some sort, I, w- I would definitely put that link down the bottom um, of the page and it helps Google kind of verify um, what you're saying. Yeah, and um, I think it's a really important time to get into blogging for, um, uh, for practitioners or anyone in the health space. You can still use ChatGPT. I'm not. I'm not against it. Uh, but what I am against is um, writing like ten articles in month one and not touch, and then not writing another article again. Like, it's not going to like that either. I don't think. Definitely not. So yeah, if you are going to use it, I think it's a, a really great resource and uh, can make writing quite efficient. But um, yeah, just obviously check check what it's putting out there. Can can go rogue <laughs> and. Um, what um what's your opinion on FAQs? Love them. So that's exactly yeah what, what we're sort of getting at is um FAQs are just uh like I feel where this whole world's going. We're getting more confident when we go to Google. I, I don't know if you've noticed that recently. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, you're not confident. Um I, I'm like I'm now typing in, you know, sentences into Google, like questions like oh, and, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Morning. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so and I think um it could even be just like off the back of you know being in chat GPT land and you know maybe pushing Google a bit a bit harder. Yeah, so the same prompt into both, just to yeah. Say. yeah. Yeah, exactly right. So the FAQ is perfect because if you have like if your questions, you know, 
um, like coming back to that ACL, you know, like uh, how long can it take to walk after surgery, right? And you've got a blog post on that and, you know, your title tag and the URL and, you know, yeah. the, all the, yeah, all the questions are related and you're likely to come up um, number one for that. So if it's like exact, um, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, yeah. And listen, Google's a behemoth. They've got too much money coming into their bank accounts for it to ever disappear. You know, they'll evolve, they'll, you know, they'll catch up and it's, you know, it's not going anywhere at blogging. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's come back to the conversion piece because... Yes. You can have all the best SEO and you can have a website that's got all of the things, but you actually, clearly I'm not a web developer, but it needs to be really, really easy for the client to make a decision and take action. Yeah, totally. That sounds easy and it should be, but the number of websites I go to and I'm then hunting around, well, where do I book and where do I order and now it's gone and I can't get back from that page. And honestly, I just move on. So given that you've only got someone's attention for literally seconds. Yeah, yeah. So there's... um, What do they need to be? Yeah, there's a book I read, like, when I first started. It was called Don't Make Me Think. Um, (laughs) Named Steve Kruger. And he was saying, he made such a good point. It's like a quick, you know, you can read it in an hour. But he he just made the point that... um, there are all these uh, like big websites that we go to, like the news sites and like Amazon and Apple, and and they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars, um, you know, in you know web development and having uh, like these scientists figure out the best way for it to be positioned and the best copyrights in the world. And he's just saying, just go look at what they're doing, and you'll see it's actually so simple. You know exactly where to go. So. Um, my biggest tip is just don't reinvent the wheel. Like, have a home page, have a bow page, have a service page, um, have a big booking button, in, you know, book online button, you know, in the navigation. Have your phone number up the top. You know, where, where it's positioned on every other site, just do the same thing because our eyes, if you notice next time you go to a website, the eyes just kind of follow this little, uh, the same routine every time because we're just kind of used to it. Yeah. But to have those call to action buttons down the page as well. Yeah, yeah. Think about most um, pages are viewed on a mobile phone and even the act of having to scroll back up to somewhere can just yeah. take your attention away. Yeah, big time. Um, it's Yeah, it's a really good point about the mobile phone because uh, I was looking at um, the analytics. I kind of collated all the I got access to like maybe 50 <laughs> mm. analytics accounts. And yeah, I just kind of had a quick glance at um, how many bookings are made on the mobile versus desktop. And it's 60% mobile. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So just make like sometime on some websites, we just have like a button fixed right at the bottom of the screen the whole time you're scrolling and booking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And then for that process to be really easy like and linked to the practice management software on the other side so nothing gets lost as well yeah yeah big time yeah really important so what I kind of recommend everyone do is just like pull out their phone pretty much and make sure it is easy and you'd be surprised how many times like 
you know, like I randomly check, you know, we make an update on the website and then I'll just kind of check the client site if I made an update. And then the amount of time something goes wrong and then it's like a, a you know, some kind of warning or error that pops up and, and we've realised, oh, people couldn't book online for the last, you know, a couple of days. Why didn't, why didn't someone tell me, you know, and <laughs> I just don't. So, yeah, I kind of recommend, yeah, pulling out the phone every so often and making sure it's, yeah. Yeah. So further on the theme of conversion, not everybody who comes to your website is just there with a credit card ready to ready to buy and ready to commit. How do you how do you help them get to that state of readiness? Sorry, I can't think of a better way of explaining it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 right. So um one of my mentors uh came up with this idea around uh the traffic light system. Uh-huh. So uh, he called the red, yellow, green. So green, we're ready to go. They want to book online. What about those guys in the red zone or the yellow zone? So the red zone is kind of all about those people that are just not ready to buy. They're just browsing. They may have like landed on your blog post, so they may have. Um, they may be having, you know, it's an ACL thing, but uh-huh. they may be having a surgery in six months' time, and you know they're just kind of like figuring out maybe something about the surgery itself. Um, so could you put a little cheat sheet up or an ebook or something that we, what we call a lead magnet? So the lead magnet idea is um, you ask for an email in exchange for something. So the ebooks, everyone's heard of that. And so what you're doing is you're taking that email address and you want to just communicate with them. So um, we've got one client that... Um, does physio for work cover and what he's got is um, a sequence of five emails that goes out to that person that downloads the uh, work cover ebook and um, and basically there's a lot of um, misconceptions and stuff around work cover and a lot of people don't have the confidence to speak to their employers about it etc etc so he just kind of puts it all out in this ebook um and then uh yeah he's just got a sequence of five emails that goes out and uh, a lot of them have a call to action at the end so if you've got a question write back to me and i'll answer you so that's kind of like you know the red zone yellow zone is um We've kind of, they've got like a higher commitment or like they're more serious about taking action, but they're just not ready to make that booking. So uh, things we've done in the past is like ask a, you know, ask a physio, ask a practitioner, you know, a question. So it could just be a, a little form um, that's just name, email, and just their query, or it could be just booking a free phone, 15 yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Just um, um, and then just have that conversation. Um, or you might even have like a, a live chat, um, sort of yeah, widget on your website. Um, and then so they're just different points that someone can, that's you know someone's they call it the funnel, you know, the awareness phase or whatever that they're just not ready to go or um, yeah, they might be trying to you know, they want a second opinion, right? But they don't necessarily want to commit to an appointment. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, it it sits really well with what we are talking about earlier with brand awareness, that even if the yellows stay yellow and the reds turn to yellow and if they Mm -hmm. don't purchase now, if you've done a good job with this nurturing and this memory building, you know, got a much better chance of being top of the list next time round or if a similar issue comes up that they think you might be able to 
help them with. So it's a yeah. bit of a long-term, long-term investment as well. Yeah, for sure. Like definitely a long-term investment. It's not, um, yeah, I think there's a big misconception around, you know, getting a website up, getting Google ads and Facebook and all of a sudden you turn on this magical tap or, you know, and, and then all these like patients come rushing in. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's very much a long-term game, unfortunately. I wish it was like. How does social media connect with your website and even yeah. vice versa? Yeah, yeah, great, great question and a big topic we could go into. <laughs> but um, Another four-day conference. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a slide deck on it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think social media is all about personality and authenticity. And so um, and a lot like I feel that uh, there's you've got your website that's going to sort of say, okay, this is the right practitioner for me. But then people now jump over to social media to basically do their research, like, um, you know, you know, what, what are these people posting? Um, you know, jumping on in front of the real, in the reels, like those quick videos, you, you get to meet a practitioner. So, uh, one thing I like, oh, like we tell our clients to do is, um, you know, just go to their website, right? And on, you know, where you have like, say, a services page, like a lot of people say, like, what is XYZ? Just to answer that in a real, like, I know it's like hard thing to do, but just getting from the camera and, you know, it's going to be raw, but I feel that that's better that's than authentic, isn't it? that's the authentic. Yeah. And um, yeah, and just say, you know, what is your know, exercise physiology or what is, you know, and then answer those questions on the video. And then um, what, what you'll find is that, um, I don't know if you're on Instagram or, or like TikTok, but you kind of get stuck in the zone and you're just kind of flicking through all the videos and scrolling pretty much so if you're on someone's like page and all the you know five minutes later they've kind of scrolled through 10 videos they've learned everything there is to know about you know your your practice and you're going to get your message across a lot better than you know the website a lot of the time so yeah i think it plays a really important part yeah uh, given that it's sort of school holiday season as we're recording this, uh, I've noticed um, in weeks gone by a lot of um, allied health businesses promoting their holiday programs or whatever, and they put up a really cool post and a photo and with sort of a message, phone the office or <laughs> something. Yeah, like yeah. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. And I'm thinking you got to remember, you got to write something down, you got to find a number, or hope you got it in your phone, and you're actually sort of asking the viewer to go to a lot of effort. And it's just those final couple of steps that book now limited tickets, and you put yeah. an email, you put a link to your website where you can put an expression of interest or even register whatever it is. Yeah, and I, I. I think that a lot of people sometimes forget that your website can actually do a whole lot of that other stuff in an automated way and that the human doesn't have to answer the phone and it might be easier for the client to click the link, go to the website, do the application and then the office will phone them back or whatever. Yeah, 
So again, this is probably another four-day event. <laughs> yeah, sixteen-day conference. Yeah, right. Yeah, this like I love this world of like automation and making life easier. And um, yeah, like you, you, you're spot on because you're just going to have the same conversation every single time. So why not put that into like a, some form of PDF or you know go to our website, you know, like go to our website, put in your email address, and we'll send you information. And then in that email is the PDF. And it has all the, you know, everything you'd ever want to know about this program and then respond back with a yes, you know, and, and we can send you the next steps or, you know, just make it really easy. Um, the other thing that you mentioned is, um, yeah, you, you might post it on social media, right? So a lot of people that are on social media are kind of, you know, they're trying to taking time out of it, you know, like time off on their day and they just, they know that. Yeah, right. And they're just going to be on there for 20 minutes. So, and you touched on it, the call to action is really important. So um, maybe the easiest call to action is rather than saying, okay, call us, maybe just DM, you know, DM us for more information. And uh, again, um, with Facebook and and Instagram, you can actually automate a lot of a lot of the live chats. So, you know, you could just say if someone writes to us and you could have a response that says, you know, um, during this period, just say, if you're interested in our program, visit this website or here's, here's more information, here's a link and just make it easier. But if they've got a question, they can just ask you there and then, you know, you just respond when, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mindful of time, I want to ask, yeah. um, you've mentioned it a few times in different ways about essentially analytics and how you actually know what you're doing is working. Yeah. And what you hold and what you change. Yeah. So, but. I know, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the one, there are so many metrics out there that, like in any industry, right, that um, they kind of bamboozle you with this terminology. But the one I'm sort of focused on is that conversion rate. Um, so the percentage of people that um, are going to make a booking ultimately. Um, so in Google Analytics, we have what we call goals. So a goal is like, you know, if someone fills out the form, if someone, you know, downloads our ebook, if someone, um, you know, like chats to us on the live chat if I click this button then we're tracking that as as a goal and um, then the game becomes really clear because um, you know last month we had a 10% conversion rate how can we get that up to 15% and you can go to chat GPT for some ideas or um, come to us no. or um, yeah you can web developers and say yeah yeah hey got some ideas so yeah uh, the ones that come to mind are, you know, you know, changing the headline of that page um, to make it um, a bit more action orientated, rather than um, click here, maybe you know, or you know, being really specific around when what someone's clicking for, and um, and you might even just um, and the graphic designers are probably going to cringe at me now but you might want to change uh the color of that book now button within your brand you don't want like a bright orange if you're yeah you know, whatever but um yeah and just sort of switch those things around maybe yeah um, yeah move the book now buttons make it a bit more obvious um and you might just set yourself like what i, I I'm, a, I'm a tester so um i might just test one or two things every single month for a client and if you know if it works it works great We'll roll it out to the next client. If it doesn't work, what can we do again? So, and that's the whole game of marketing is just testing, testing, testing. 
Yeah. It's also a fantastic reminder that once your website is done, it's not done. Correct. We'll come full yeah. circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That you're yeah. going to be in there upping the ante week on week. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you've got a web developer that's set up, uh, um, you know, uh, realize that a lot of people aren't sort of tech savvy um, and really know what analytics is. But yeah, if you do have a web developer um, that's installed analytics for you, um, ask them to set up the goals um, then speak to them about what you want to track. And what they can do is they can set up in analytics um, an automated email that can come to your inbox, say, once a month. I get Personally, I get mine once a week. And it just has uh, like a, a funnel that's set up. So uh, we've got like a free assessment is our kind of green zone. And um, then we know, I know, okay, um, 20 people have landed on that page this week, but I had no bookings. And then it'll just gives me a reminder to load that up. Okay, what can I change? Maybe I'll bring, like I've got a calendar embedded on my yeah booking page, so maybe I'll just shift that up for next week and see if that helps. Cool, we got a booking, yeah, the next week, and and that and that change can just take one minute and you know have a really big impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's that art and science, isn't it? It's got to look good, but it's got to work even better. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. What uh, parting thoughts would you like to leave with our listeners, Michael? Um, yeah, I think um, if, you know, you're going to hopefully I've like um, given, you know, encouraging people to <laughs> hop onto their website and make yeah. some changes, yeah. Um, my number one thing is just have a goal in mind. Uh, so, you know, if it's to attract the right client, um, coming back again, like pick that target market. Um, you know, I think like I just kind of drive up my street and we're sort of spoiled for so much choice, especially in health. Like, you know, we've got chiros and in my, you know, osteos and physios and then hand therapists and then, you know, like, and pain. And yeah, and, yeah, and everything. And then, um, so yeah, I think, um, pick a target market and just run with it for three months, six months. Um, just have a crack at rewriting the homepage, maybe, um, and take that messaging to social media and uh, see where it gets you. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing what you know. It was good. I've learned something extra. I've written down a few notes. So thank you, Michael. Pleasure. Anytime. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For the show notes and other resources, our webinar replays, they're all available over on naker.com.au. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please subscribe. We don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And if you want others to get the same benefit that you've had from listening into these episodes, please share this episode and any of the others forward to any of your other allied health business colleagues. And we are totally here for you. Don't forget for a moment that you can jump on in and book that power call and uh, we can see how we can help you get the best of business done. Looking forward to seeing you there.